0: Welcome to Valley Heat. I'm Doug DeGay. This is a podcast about the neighborhood, my neighborhood, the Burbank Rancho Equestrian District, right here in Los Angeles County. I don't know if you've heard about this, but crows are really smart and apparently can remember human faces and even make enemies with humans. And I heard you're not supposed to look at a crow directly in the eye. And I guess I thought that was a little funny and I took it as a challenge and I looked at this crow directly in the eye and now this crow is dropping garbage all over my house. He's living in a palm tree that stretches over my driveway, and he's out there crowing away even as late as 2 or 3 in the morning. All of that seems just like a minor nuisance, but now I've got what they call a murder of crows. These guys circle around the house. They're fighting with each other. They're making all this noise. Crow stuff has fallen all over the roof. we got feathers out here. It's like it's become this uh, raucous hangout for crows. If you've ever had anything like this happen with uh, seagulls or pigeons, there's almost no one you can go to. Animal control is not going to do anything about it. What are they going to do, fly up there and talk to them? Sherry and Wendy Reed, who run the Magic Aquarium on Magnolia, also run a bird training facility that can help you deal with any kind of bird issue that's happening in Burbank. Because it's not just crows, it's also parrots. That's a big parrot problem here. These guys are loud, and if they're hanging out outside your house, it can really be disruptive. Anyway, Sherry and Wendy Reed can help you with these kind of problems. It's a humane way of communicating with the birds and letting them know not to hang out around your house. Sherry and Wendy Reed's Bird Love Program can teach you to humanely train these birds to go elsewhere. This isn't something that's going to happen overnight. It's going to be about a six to seven month endeavor. You're going to have to commit yourself to really letting these birds know what's going on. You're going to learn a lot and you're going to fix any kind of problem you got with birds. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take this course because I want to figure out what's going on with this crow. I don't have to get rid of him. Maybe we'll become friends. I don't know. And a local Burbank band, Cephalopods or People, put together a little jingle for sharing Wendy Reed's bird love program. Let's check it out.
1: A tree is just a home And a home is just a tree And the air is just a road That runs as far as you can see And you see him in the sky Burning with a flame If a man can be your friend Then a bird can be the same Wouldn't it be nice to be a friend with a bird? You heard what I said And I said just what you heard On their wingtips is a friendship we can grow No matter eagle, pelican, seagull, pigeon, or the crow
0: And that cephalopods are people, they're a local Burbank band, they do all the music for the podcast, they give this whole thing a soundtrack, and they also do all the jingles for the ads. And sometimes they get a little overzealous with the ads, but you got to hand it to them, they pretty much knock it out of the park every time. Okay, we're still
1: going? Okay,
0: I think that'll have to be enough on Bird Love. You can hear all their music if you go to the Valley Heat Patreon page. You can get all of their, the full versions of their songs, as well as extra content from this podcast, as well as uh, some other stuff that I don't know, but it's there if you go to the place. I'll tell you this, though. If you go to the place, I bet that crow's going to be there because he's everywhere I go. All right, let's start this episode of Valley Heat. Sorry, also brought to you by Jan Robinson Shirts and Pants. It's not just a shirt or a pair of pants. It's a Jan Robinson shirt or pair of pants. Jan also makes remote control cozies. We'll talk about that later. All right, let's start this episode of Valley Heat. Oh, wait, it's also brought to you by Jan Robinson Hummingbird Feeders. Uh, No, sorry, Jan Robinson Remote Control Cozies. Just going to clap so I remember to cut that out. Cut that out. All right, let's start this episode of Valley Heat. Hey, there's that crow again. This is the stuff that's going on in the neighborhood. And I'm letting you know
1: what's going on in the neighborhood on the podcast. There's someone who's barking your jaguar outside my house.
0: Hi, so the first thing I want to talk about, obviously, is Pete, our pool guy, and the thing that's been going on with The use of our garbage can is a drug drop. I mean, there's some clues I've been trying to figure out with that. And some of the stuff I've uncovered, that crow is not going to go away. It's almost like this crow knows when I'm doing this podcast, and he comes over here, and he scratches on this door. See, he's he's scratching on the door. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to open this door, and I swear that bird's going to be standing right there. Yep. Where's he going? Bird walked away that bird standing right there in the doorway. Then he said something. He just walked off. He didn't fly. He walked away, like walked to the other side of the pool, looked at me. I don't know if you ever had a bird look at you right in the eye, but they can't look at you straight ahead. So they got to look at you kind of sideways. So they look like they're, they look at you like I'm busy doing something else, but I got my eye on you. Anyway, getting back to what's been going on around the house, Pete, our pool guy, has been using our garbage can as a way to distribute drugs. And a couple episodes ago, I figured that out, and I've been looking into it and trying to figure out who he's delivering them to. I haven't talked to him about it directly, but my wife did not want me to get involved. And the more I got myself involved, the more upset she became. And she left, and she went up to stay with her dad. Her dad wants me to call the police, and I'm not going to do that. But her dad also doesn't like me, which he was happy to remind me of last week. In our phone conversation, I don't know if you heard that in the last episode, but he's never really been a fan of mine. But look, I'm not going to call the police. I don't want to get anybody arrested because I don't really know what's going on. I'm an insurance adjuster, and so I tend to do detective work in my job. And so I've got some detective in my blood. I like to figure stuff out on my own. So I followed the guy last week who picked up the drugs late at night and I talked to him. He didn't really want to talk to me. I didn't really get that far with him, but I, I chased him down the freeway and, and went to his house and talked to him. And I talked to his girlfriend and they inadvertently gave me another name and where that guy lives. And so look, I'm going to figure out what's going on. I'm just going to put a stop to it. And I understand she doesn't want me to get involved. I mean, we've always had a little bit of a problem with Pete, our pool guy. He's got some boundary issues. You know, sometimes he'll just show up and he'll wash his truck in our driveway or he'll just show up with his wife and baby and they'll just swim in the pool and, you know, he's not supposed to swim in it. He's supposed to clean it. He'll be cleaning it, and his wife is swimming in the pool. But he's a nice guy, and I don't want him to get in trouble. I don't know what he's involved in. I just want to figure out who's involved and ask him to stop doing this stuff with the garbage can. But, so she just a second, she's calling me. Hi. Hi. How uh, how you doing? What's going on?
2: I am driving, um, hopefully to my bed, because I can't sleep. I, might, I can't say it. my dad's. I can't handle the cat. I can't handle his. My dad obviously has too many opinions. It's, too, it's, it's just way too hyped.
0: Dude, He's never liked me. Um,
2: can we talk about that another time? I just okay. wanted to see if you could just hear how about this. Just fire Pete. I'm not going to push you. So can we just get rid of you Pete? You want me
0: to fire Pete?
2: I just want you to leave it alone. I want to cut.
0: I, he, I mean, even though it. he's been our pool guy for like three years.
2: Okay, well, that's three years that he was in the pool the whole time while he was servicing it and washing his car in our driveway while he was smoking cigarettes around his baby. Nice. So I think we can just let him know it's time to we're moving in a different direction.
0: Well, so you want me to call him or you want to call him?
2: I'm not going to call him. I just need you to handle it. It's like I need you to handle it, but not with your overly involved hands. Okay.
0: You know?
2: since we're not the police. So
0: you want me to call him and call it's going to be, I mean, I feel bad.
2: He was running an operation through our garbage can and doing weird stuff to our house while we were, you are allowed to part ways.
0: Okay, I'll do it. I'll, I'll call him. I'll call him right now. Bye. Okay. All right, well, I'll see you soon. I love you. I love you. Okay. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Okay, she wants me to fire Pete. I know this is going to sound weird, but it actually never occurred to me to fire Pete. I I like Pete. I think that's why. I just didn't want to fire him. I know whatever he's got himself mixed up in, it's not really my business. So I guess there's a couple ways I can do it. I can call him and tell him why, or I can just give him an excuse. I don't know whether or not to confront him about it because I don't have solid 100% evidence that it was Pete who was putting the drugs in the garbage can. And I'm going to get more into that in a little bit. But I'm not going to tell him why I'm firing him. I'm just going to make something up. It's just a real bummer because I really don't want to do this. I mean, I know he's got some boundary issues. He's come over here with his wife and they get in the pool and they do cannonballs and he's washed his truck outside. Now that I think about it, you know, I don't really mind it that much. All right. It's a bummer. Anyway, we'll give him a call and I'll fire him right after this promo. This podcast is sponsored in part by Jan Robinson's adult Serial. Jan is best known for her shirts and pants. It's not just a shirt. It's a Jan Robinson shirt. But Jan also makes adult cereal. You know, a lot of us love the taste of kids' cereal, Fruit Loops. I know I was a sucker for Cocoa Puffs when I was a kid. Jan wanted to make a cereal that was as delicious for adults as kids' cereal is for kids. And I know a lot of us adults like to get into our cereal cabinet late at night and eat our kids' cereal. Never feels good after you're done eating your kids' cereal. Kid wakes up in the morning, box is almost empty. He's like, where's my cereal? I mean, what do you tell him? Nothing. You just keep walking. Some of us who don't have kids, we got to go to the store and buy, you know, a box of Fruity Pebbles, some box of sugar something, and you got to you got to face the cashier and anyone else who's standing in line. Jan wanted to make something that was delicious to adults. Jan Robinson adult cereal is made for adults. It's a ladybug-themed cereal. Uh, every piece looks like a ladybug. You pour a bowl full of those things, looks like you got a bowl full of ladybugs. Jan Robinson's ladybug-themed adult cereal. It's not just cereal. It's Jan Robinson's adult cereal.
1: Wake up. Sugar plum, it's morning time. Time to eat your bowl of adult cereal.
0: All right. Well, that was short and sweet and did not last as long as I would have liked it to because I'm not looking forward to this phone call. So I got to call Pete and fire him. Hold on a second. My wife's dad is calling me. Okay. I'm sure he's mad because she's leaving his house and coming home. Just a second. Hey Chuck, how are you?
3: Well, I'm curious uh, about a couple things. Okay, and uh, I'm wondering what kind of Machiavellian manipulation you utilize to get my daughter to leave my house and come back to your den of criminal activity.
0: She left because she just didn't want to stay there anymore. I didn't even—I didn't try to talk to her into coming back. She just called me and said she was coming back. But
3: that's not very believable because I don't understand why she would have any grief with staying with me when the other option is taking Phil back home to live with a man who is a, a Michael Corleone almost of a criminal enterprise.
1: Well, I Chuck, was I was going
3: miniature golfing with her. I was going to take him to Castle Hill, and I don't blame anybody but you.
0: I didn't ask her to come back. I mean, I wanted her to come back, but I let her make her own decision.
3: You know, just don't keep digging, sir. Your ditch is deep.
0: So you think, despite the fact that you have an animal in the house that has extreme behavioral issues, and you yourself are a bit of an aggressive person.
3: Behavioral issues. Uh, Pot, meat, kettle. You are no shining example of uh, the lack of behavioral problems. It's not about the cat. I mean...
0: It could be about your relationship with Faye. I mean, do you ever think of that?
3: You have some nerve. You know, you win this one, I guess. You know, if this was a competition for her heart. But I can't believe she's walking back in to, I mean, a one-way ticket to uh, at least an overnight jail.
0: I agreed with her that I'm going to just, I'm not going to call the police, but I'm just going to fire the pool guy. So she's going to come back. Wait, 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 wait,
3: wait. You didn't already fire the pool guy.
0: No, I hadn't fired him. I was trying to figure out who he was delivering the drugs to.
3: You know, I have a, I don't, I've never told anybody this, but I have a little clock in my closet and it's a countdown of how long your marriage is going to last. And it is, it is ticking, sir. And it will be over so soon and then I won't have to talk to you on the phone like this.
0: I'm sorry you think our marriage isn't going to last. I mean, I I feel like it's... If
3: is ever in the house when this pool guy shows up, I will drain your pool, and I will make sure that you pay your savings on pool cleaning. I mean, I've given you countless mistakes. What is it, 10? If you have an 11, I will come down there in my F-350... And throw them in the back and take them back here.
0: You're going to kidnap my wife and my son.
3: It is not kidnapping when the husband is an idiot.
0: All right. Well, I
3: do want to make sure that your marriage certificate is valid because I do not think that it is valid. I just have a feeling that it's not
0: valid. Obviously, we're not getting along right now. I'm going to take a minute to golfing next week, and if you stand in the way of that, I swear to God. Sorry that you're up there all by yourself.
3: You know what? I won't be for very long. Faye will be back. And God knows the the city is going to take that kid away from you, so I'll probably be the only person available to take care
0: of. Well, thanks for calling, Chuck. I'm sorry that she's not there. Let me know when she gets in. I will. All right. All right. Well, I feel bad for Chuck. You know, being up there alone, he's obviously lonely. He's up there with that absurd cat. Cat's name is Spider. I would rather have a rattlesnake in a bag than have to deal with that cat. You could put a rattlesnake in a paper bag. Even if I never got to know where it was, I just knew that at some point during the day, I'm going to walk into one of the rooms in my house and there's going to be a rattlesnake in a paper bag on the floor or on a shelf in the refrigerator. I would rather have that than spider the cat. This poor, vicious animal. I had to take care of this cat for two weeks. Chuck was out of town. My wife was busy with work. And I had to go up there and stay with this cat for two weeks. This cat is so big, it can't go anywhere. You have to carry it into different rooms in the house. You can't just leave it in one room because Chuck says it's got to, you know, move around and be stimulated. So every hour, you got to go and pick up Spider and bring him into another room, bring him into the yard so that he can look at a different thing. But the cat's never awake. It's always asleep. Except when you got to give it its medicine. You got to give it, there's this little syringe, not with a needle, but a little syringe. You have to squirt this medicine in his mouth. Cat doesn't want it. And I swear to God, this cat doesn't meow. I swear this cat says the word no. It goes, no. You're trying to squirt this stuff in its mouth. It's kind of like applesauce. And the cat's going, no. You finally get the cat to swallow enough of it. Goes back to sleep. And more than once, I thought this cat was dead. But then at night, the cat is completely awake. And you can hear him walking around. It sounds like a person walking around the kitchen. And if you scare this cat, if you startle this cat, I walked into the bathroom in the middle of the night. This cat jumped on me. I thought there was a burglar in the house. It was like a small adult landed on my shoulders, knocked me to the ground, and split my lip open with its claw like a mugger holding a switchblade and then ran off down the hallway. And that's Chuck's best friend. I feel bad for him. I felt bad for both of them. I mean, the the cat is just like Chuck. They're the same person. All right, let's get this call over with. I got to fire Pete. I really don't want to do this. All right, let's just do it. Hello. Hey, Pete. Hey, it's Doug. Doug Dugay. How you doing? Hey, Doug. How you doing?
4: Man, I can't. You know, I could complain, but who's gonna listen?
0: This is kind of weird, but I mean, I feel bad about this, but um, I just want to let you know that I really appreciate all the work that you've done, and I'm going to have to start taking care of the pool myself, because I...
4: uh, Did I do something
0: wrong? Not at all. I just, I think it's something I'm going to have to learn to do myself. I can't really afford to have some of the extra services around the house, so I'm just going to take care of it myself. Uh, You know, maybe...
4: No, I can't. No, no. First of all, you don't know what you're doing. And second of all, you've been so nice to me. Like, you just, I just can't let you do that. I'll, I'll come over and fix your, your pool for free. I'll, I'll I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it.
0: You're offering you you to, to take care of the pool for free?
4: For free. You've always, I mean, you let me wash my truck in the, in your driveway. That's cool. And you have no problem with it. My baby's been over a bunch. Candace, you will always let her swim when I'm working with the chemicals. You let me have your pressure washer. That was nice.
0: You have my pressure washer.
4: I can bring it back. I know where it's at. So. Um, like you seem like super busy, and if you're having financial problems, which it sounds like you are, because like you know, I'm just being nice. If I do anything wrong, I know your, your pool's
0: in great shape. I do a great job. I can do it a couple times a week now. If you want? I mean, that's yeah. such a nice offer. I <clears throat> I appreciate it. Um, I can come by every day and check the, the balance too. Oh, you don't have to come by every day. That's okay. I, I appreciate it.
4: I recommend doing that. And I didn't do that before because I was charging you. But now, it's like, really, I would come over anytime. You know, if I'm being honest, I ain't even a knock on my business, really. So, and I get to see you more. There's no downside to this at all to me.
0: Well, this is really nice of you, Pete. You're, you're a great guy, and I appreciate that. You are. Well, thanks, man. Uh, this is... Really great. Uh, Maybe what I'll do is I'll talk to Faye about it and just see what she, you know, just want to make sure that she's cool.
4: I mean, how would she not be cool with getting more pool work done for zero money?
0: Saving Um, money. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. Just
4: say yes now. Just don't even ask her.
0: I mean, I'll say yes, but, you know, pending talking to her. But Mark you down as a yes. Got it. Free all the time.
4: This is great for me because I don't know if you've ever realized it because we've had such a good business relationship. That I wanted to be your friend for a long, long time. And now that I
0: can do this for free, like friends do. Well, I'm, this is really overwhelming. I so don't
4: have to make it weird with you giving me money. Now I'm just like, hey, what's up? take you cool. Canter's
0: here. All right. Thanks, man.
4: You're welcome. And thank you
0: for letting me do that. I, I, Bye, buddy. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Pete. I appreciate it. All right. So firing someone is obviously really hard. And I'm hoping Faye's going to understand that I wasn't able to do it. And I I tried. I tried, but, you know, there were obvious difficulties. And I'll talk to her about that. Saying I couldn't afford it seemed like a good strategy, but obviously that failed. Hopefully she can understand and we can rethink maybe working with Pete and and what that would mean. See, there's that crow again, scratching on the door. It's like he knows I'm in here. Just a second. I'm going to go check on this. He's got some kind of bone to pick with me. I'm going to talk to him. Well, I'm not going to talk to him. I'm just going to check on him. Just a second. Go over here. Probably stand right here at the door again. Let's go out here and check this out. It's a really tall tree up there, and he's he's been up there for about a week now. Hey, just dropped a paper shopping bag. And how do they, they don't even carry that? There's a little army man in there. The crow dropped a bag on me with a little army man in it. I don't know what to say. I go out there, that crow's attacking me with garbage. He's been dropping stuff all over the yard, but he just, he dropped a full-size paper Ralph shopping bag, opened it up, there's a little army man in it. Was that a message? And that's kind of my point about looking a crow directly in the eye, is I'm saying, what? how do you know that I can't look a crow directly in the eye? I mean, what do we really even know about birds? Very little. Like, you ever walk into a pet store and they got a parrot, in the pet store and it goes hello and you you walk over and you try to talk to it and it looks like it's kind of smiling at you but there's always a sign that says hey don't touch the parrot he'll take your thumb off and you think why is this bird even in here you got to have this razor beaked little monster that kids come into the store clearly the bird is very unhappy with the situation kid sees a parrot gets fascinated hey can i feed it and there's always some guy behind the register going sure you can pet him if you like losing hands Anyway, if you have a problem like this with a bird of any kind, you can give Sherry and Wendy Reed a call at the Magic Aquarium. They've got a great bird love program that can teach you about bird behavioral issues. Anyway, I'm going to give them a call. I'm going to give Sherry a call. Wendy doesn't like me, but I'm going to give Sherry a call and ask her for some advice about this crow. So let's get back to Pete. And there's something I didn't tell my wife about Pete. And it's something that happened last night. And it really informs how we should move forward with him because this is really some new information. And just a quick recap from last week, I had staked out my garbage can late at night and I found out who was picking up the drugs from the garbage can. And I followed that guy and I talked to him and his girlfriend and they didn't tell me much, but I did find out that there was another guy that they're delivering the stuff to. So I've been staking out that house to figure out who's picking up the drugs from them. And I I spent about 48 hours I slept in my car, obviously, and I learned a lot and I followed the guy that was picking up the drugs from them and I talked to him. And I know Fade does want me to get involved in this stuff, but anyway, here's what happened. Oh, and by the way, I had a bit of a run-in with someone else in that neighborhood. This guy was mad I was parked outside of his house while I was watching the other guy's house. So you'll hear, about, you'll hear that here. Anyway, here it is. All right, so it's about midnight and I've been spending the last few nights parked a few yards away from this guy's house just watching uh for people coming in and out it's a little weird because i i'm parked a few yards away from his house and i'm in front of this other this other guy's house and uh he keeps watching me through his window wondering why i'm parking outside his house and so i'm parking right now um i'd find another place to park in this neighborhood but this is the only space i've found But this guy seems a little angry that I'm parking outside his house. I moved, there was an orange cone on the curb. He's one of those guys that puts an orange cone on his curb so that he can park there. But I I had to move the cone to park here. So he's, you know, he's probably pretty mad about that. But the truth is you can't put an orange cone on a public space on a curb and expect people not to park there. Maybe he's got the people in this neighborhood thinking that, but that's just not the case. This is a public parking space, and and uh, I can park here if I need to. But I put his orange cone up. I was going to put it on the sidewalk, but then I didn't want to block the sidewalk, so I put it on his yard. And uh, if it gets any worse, I might have to have a conversation with him. Anyway, I'm, I'm here, and I'm going to... Oh, here he comes. He's actually walking over here right now. Hey, man. Move it'll just,
3: it'll just your re- car, or I will throw a brick through your
0: windshield. It's, okay, okay. Okay, so I think I'm going to have to move. I'll move a couple houses up. So obviously that guy was pretty mad, and I moved a couple houses up. It was fine, but I kept my eye on the drug dealer's house, and I slept in my car, and when I woke up at around 8.30, a car pulled up to the drug dealer's house. I followed that guy, and I ended up talking to him, and what I learned was pretty big. So check this out with a little music from Randy Poole and the Cephalopods are people. Okay, so I've been following this guy for about an hour and a half north and I'm not sure what town I'm in right now, but it looks like we're approaching Ventura. All right, it's been about four hours and 15 minutes and we're back right around the Burbank area and he's getting on the 134. Looks like he might be heading towards Glendale. right, it's been about a nine-hour car thing. I can't even think of the word. Looks like we're going to Glendale, pulling in. All right, scratch that. We went downtown, and now we're near Sunland. Anyway, I don't need to give any more updates from the car, but it was about an 11-and-a-half-hour drive. We... I followed this guy all the way down to San Diego. Eventually, we were near Baja, and then we turned back around. And I followed him all the way back to right, right here in the Burbank area. And he finally parked in a neighborhood. I got out and talked to him. Here's what happened. All right, I'm parked. Let me get out and talk to this guy. Hey, excuse me. Can I help you? Yeah, you're using my garbage can for some kind of drug drop or something.
5: You're making a mistake, buddy. You just need to turn around. Hey, what are you doing here
0: who are you i'm his mother oh um he's putting stuff in my garbage he's using my garbage can for some kind of Excuse drug me. drop
5: he's an undercover dea agent um, how can i be undercover if you're telling people i'm undercover that is, i'm sorry look you you gotta leave me alone you're interfering with an investigation right
0: now. how are how are
5: you investigating? look we're investigating we don't need your help
2: we, we've been surveilling
5: mom you're not a part of this either. All you gotta do is arrest
0: whoever's getting in my garbage can. Well, it's a little bit
5: difficult because it's not illegal for somebody to get into your garbage can.
0: You're saying it's legal for someone to just dig through my garbage? You can go into other
5: people's garbage cans. That doesn't make sense. You can't arrest somebody for going into your garbage can. That's his personal property. Mom, well, say, agree you don't Mom. need to get involved. In it's his garbage can. It's his property. You yeah, I mean, you have to admit she has a point, mother. As soon as you wheel it out, it's not yours. That's not true because that's still his garbage. It's right, I completely agree. his property when it's in the garbage. I feel like this isn't a thorough investigation. Mom, please God, Once that garbage hits the curb, it's everybody's.
0: So does that mean you're following Pete? We've
5: been watching Pete but we are not sure that it's him. I can tell, how do you know it? So who do you think it is if it's not Pete? But that's not something I can
0: divulge. What do you mean you can't divulge it? You can't tell me who's getting in my garbage can? I mean, it's my garbage can that they're using. We can't
5: divulge. Mom, stay out of it. I'm just trying to help. Look, if you don't stop following me, if you don't stop getting involved, you can be arrested too. Honey, can I say something? Yeah, please. It's still your property right so it's mom, your just, garbage
0: how sure are you that it's not pete 95 percent.
5: 65 to 70 mom how would you know that
0: so i guess the jury's out on whether or not it's pete to be honest i i can't see how it isn't pete but i hope it isn't i really don't know who else it could be the drugs appear in the garbage can right after he's here who else could it be his, his wife i have a hard time believing it this podcast was brought to you by jan robinson's adult Serial. It's not just cereal, it's Jan Robinson's Ladybug-themed adult cereal. Also brought to you by Sharon Winnie Reed's Bird Love Program. Give Sherry and Wendy Reed a call if you have any kind of bird problem the way I do with this crow. My wife's going to be home soon. My son's coming with her. That's going to be great. I'm going to have to tell her about this encounter with the DEA. It turns out that this whole thing's been monitored. It's been monitored by the DEA, and apparently this guy's mom, who has a lot of opinions. Honestly, I agreed more with her than I did with him. I can't believe it's legal to just go into someone's garbage can. Anyway, my wife's going to be home soon. I mean, she's going to know sooner or later that I didn't fire Pete, so I'm going to have to talk to her about that. This podcast is brought to you by Jan Robinson's Adult Cereal. It's not just cereal. It's Jan Robinson's Ladybug-themed adult cereal. Also brought to you by Sharon Wendy Reed's Bird Love program. Give Sherry and Wendy Reed a call if you have any kind of bird problem the way I do with this crow. All right, I'm going to send you off with a reprise of this Bird Love song by Randy Poole and the Cephalopods are people. Take it easy.
1: The tree is just a home and a home is just a tree and the air is just a road that runs as far as you can see and you see them in the sky burning with a flame if a man can be a friend then a bird can be the same wouldn't it be nice to be a friend with a bird you heard what i said and i said just what you heard on their is a friendship we can grow no matter eagle, pelican, seagull, pigeon or the crow